You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 10 minutes or so, we'll be chatting with Chris Maiden, who's one of the authors of this year's Hong Kong International Literary Festival. It's really nice to speak with you this afternoon, Chris. How, how are you doing? I'm doing as well as can be expected after 15 of my 21 days of quarantine. Oh, hanging um, in there. Decent hotel, hanging in there. Well, it's great to speak with you, and I'm really excited uh, for our listeners to to get to know you a little bit better and also um, to know a little bit more about your debut book, Price is Price. Um, But before we talk um, about your your, your, um, novel, uh, let's uh, perhaps talk about your work with the Writers' Circle. You're the chairman of the Hong Kong Writers' Circle. Um, What do you do there? I mean, who, who are the Writers' Circle? Who are some of the members? So the Writers' Circle in Hong Kong was started about 20 years ago by a guy called Lawrence Gray, um, Mm -hmm. who now lives in Malaysia. And it's a collection, I suppose, of like-minded English writing authors. Um, Mostly, most of us are doing creative fiction, but some people are also doing narrative nonfiction. And we do all the sorts of things that writers' circles everywhere do. So we arrange to... uh, um, discuss each other's work in a sort of friendly but critical environment to get good feedback on it. We also do more intense sessions and sort of three or four people at the same time called critique groups where we review other, longer pieces of other, other authors' works and again give them feedback and encouragement. And also we do book-length reviews. We also arrange workshops around specific topics. So we've done some workshops on the past and about things like uh, historical, um, how to write historical literature or how to do the research for historical literature, and also about uh, you know, how to critique other people's works. And finally, we do, quick plug, uh, every year we do an anthology, which is a collection of short stories, um, nearly all of them, again, creative fiction, and this year's one, which will be our 17th, I think, is called oh. After the Storm, and is one of the books which will be being launched at the International Literary Festival on the night, quick plug, of 12th of November at the Fringe. Congratulations. It seems like it's a, it's quite a busy writer's circle, very productive, and also producing um, a, a novel at the end. Um, are you all sort of professional writers or, or, or uh, aspiring um, authors? Uh, who, who are some of these members? We're quite a mixed bag. There are very few professional writers amongst us, very few people who rely on um, writing for a living. Um, so we have a we have one guy who's a journalist, uh, but most of us are actually part-time writers, and many of us are aspiring to greater things, uh, <laughs> to ultimately publishing novels. But some some of our members are happy just to do a short story once or twice a year, um, quite happy to see themselves in print. And some people just come along for the ride, so it's very much of a mixed bag. That's great. That it sounds like such a supportive community because a lot of times people who, who write or write something personal, um, they they may not want to share it, but to be able to have that, you know, like-minded people come together um, for that sharing, it must be quite a nice community. Um, it is. We try and keep it friendly. And it is often the case, as you say, that some people are a bit shy about sharing their work. But the other problem many authors face is that we, even when we do share our work with non-writers, we tend to get one or two reactions. 
Uh, one of which is, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, and the, yeah, that's great, can either mean that they read the book and they read the work and they really enjoyed it, or that they couldn't be bothered reading it, but they don't want to actually, yeah, insult you by telling you the truth about it. It's quite so a it's skill really nice to... to have access to that sort of midline Absol- criticism where you can be constructive and help the work develop. Absolutely, Chris. It's quite a skill to be able to give feedback and to be able to give constructive feedback that will help somebody with their writing. I think that's uh, the, the difficult part. A lot of times, you know, you enjoy someone's work, but then you don't quite know how to make it better. Um, but it's great that you have the writer's circle and, and, you know, a team of you will be able to, to give that con- constructive feedback to help each other be uh, even better writers. Um, speaking of work, let's uh, talk about your novel, uh, Prices price um tell us a little bit more about it what was the inspiration behind uh, your novel so i arrived in hong kong in 1987 and that was really at the cusp of an era in hong kong the sort of old very colonial hong kong was just coming to an end and hong kong was kind of um shortly after that era stopped really started to transform itself from a place which was very very much the Wild East in many ways, into a much more professional, slick town that we kind of have with us to this day. Um, and a lot of the characters I met and the stories, I was, you know, I was in my 20s then, it was kind of formative years for me. Uh, they made an impression and it took, you know, it took quite some time before I put pen to paper. Um, but I structured a novel around a chancellor who turns up in Hong Kong, who's an <laughs> army person who gets posted here with the Gurkhas, um, becomes disillusioned with turning back people into mainland China and decides to make a go of it in Hong Kong and all the antics that he gets up to. Uh, and it's not really a page-turner novel, it's not a thriller, it's not a crime novel or anything like that. I'd say it's a kind of commercial literary fiction with a touch of dark humour put in. Uh, but my object in writing the, the novel was more to be authentic to the times the novel was set in, which is from the 60s to the 80s. In other words, the 20 years more or less before I arrived here, but where the sort of where that kind of lifestyle was still going on. So it was a very clubby lifestyle in the expat community, yeah. um, very very insular, almost incestuous at times, uh, and also very isolated from the day-to-day realities of what was actually happening in Hong Kong. Um, it was amazing that a lot of these guys hadn't really noticed that a, a world-class city was growing up around them. Um, so I wanted to kind of capture the, the humour and the spirit of those times from a very expat sort of viewpoint. Yeah. Um, some people will, will often look back at Hong Kong in those days and, and say it was really Hong Kong in, in its heydays, um, uh, especially sort of in the 70s and 80s where um, that Hong Kong can-do spirit was really thriving. Um, I mean, how did some of the characters embody this spirit or how, how did you know the Hong Kong spirit sort of inspire your work and your, and your writing? Well, I arrived here when the Hong Kong spirit, that Hong Kong spirit was still going very strong. My first jobs were in the um, electronics manufacturing business here. Uh, it's where I learnt my Cantonese because I was kind of the only English speaker <laughs> in the entire factory. You had to learn um, to survive. <laughs> and yes, many of the characters were entrepreneurs but full of dicey deals, um, <laughs> things that were verging on the edge of the law, manufacturing oh, stuff that yeah. was a very dubious uh, provenance and so on. 
uh, and getting away with it. Yeah. Wow. Um, what other inspirations? Were some of the characters based on people you knew or sort of facets of, of people you knew? Very much so. Um, nearly every character in the book has actually got a real person tag uh, pinned on his <laughs> pinned wow. on his label, um, and, and the main so character what... itself is a kind of um, facsimile combination of two or three of the bigger rogues that I met in those days. Wow! And that sort of you I know... must say, it's probably not a book for everyone. Um, the, but that's what makes it authentic. It's also not just. Sorry? That's what sort of makes it authentic as well, you know, if you've got people at the back of your mind that you're basing your characters on. Uh, yes, even people who don't like the book or the main character do sort of recognise this authenticity. And I mean, one issue back then was that there's uh, not only were the expat and Chinese communities very much uh, separate but going concerns, but the male and female expat communities were also... Um, lived very separate lives, mm. and a lot of the attitudes, especially amongst male expats, was really quite reprehensible. But mm. that's what it was at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's good <laughs> that you documented. I, it I as make well. no apology for it in the book because the main character wouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. People who sort of uh, lived through that era of Hong Kong will be able to relate or be able to identify some of these uh, with some of these characters. Um, Chris, you're also the founder of uh, Mung Cha Cha Press, uh, which is, by the way, a brilliant name. Um, what was your own journey like um, to independent publishing? Because I feel like, okay, let, let's face it. It's sometimes um, in life, it's not really about what you know it's sort of who you know and i feel like publishing may be one of those industries sometimes it's it's hard if you've got work and you want to get published sometimes what was your sort of journey like uh, into independent publishing it was um ultimately with price is price it's a book that probably doesn't have a great appeal to general readers at, who have no connection with hong kong so people in the UK who have lived in Hong Kong for, you know, a chunk of time uh, would probably be interested in the book. Um, people who live here today may be interested in the book, but it's not really a sort of book that's going to appeal to a very broad swathe of readership. And for this reason, um, none of the agents I contacted in the UK were really interested in picking it up because, of course, they're driven by less sales and the tens and tens and twenties of thousands and this is a book which is never going to really reach that kind of volume of sales and also because I um, didn't really you know I, I'm a bit of an entrepreneur myself so you know I don't really see why I should be paying agents 15% of whatever royalties I may get when I'm uh, yeah, putting a little bit more in my pocket to defray the cost of printing the book. Yeah. So um, so you founded your own press and, and you published um, your own book. Um, I mean, but in terms of a bigger publishing house, were they quite quick to say no? Or did you sort of just approach a few and you sort of knew the answer? Well, you don't. No one, no one usually approaches publishing houses these days. You go through agents. Oh, okay. And the trouble with most agents is that they're so swamped with proposals that you very rarely get more than a form rejection. Mm. And if you get rejections which are not form letters, you're actually doing quite well. It's kind of a... a um, but I said I was getting those sorts of letters that were saying, well, you know, it, it wasn't a form rejection letter, sorry, we're busy this week. Um, 
they were a bit more specific than that, and it was just becoming clear that really they didn't feel that it would be possible to place the book with a mainstream publisher. Mm, I see. Um, let's finally uh, turn to your involvement with this year's uh, International Literary Festival. Uh, you're very busy. You've got three events uh, coming up, uh, uh, two on the 13th of November at the Fringe um, at, at the Fringe Club. Um, one is at the Fringe Underground Theatre, which you'll be talking about Price is Price. Um, another one, uh, you'll be at the JC Studio Theatre, also at the Fringe Club, talking about making independent publishing work for you. Um, and finally, how to become an indie publisher uh, on, on the 14th of November at the Fringe uh, Underground Theatre. Uh, what will you be sort of addressing and talking about in, in those workshops and those events? Well, obviously, Price is Price is the main international launch of my own book, so that will be the topic of conversation there. The indie writing panel later that day is with Larry Fain, who used to be, um, he'll be known to many of the older listeners to your show. He was the cartoonist of The World of Lily Wong, which yes. was a major, major feature of the South China Morning Post for many years. That's right. And also uh, Jordan Rivet, or Rivet, she's not quite sure how she prefers <laughs> her name to be pronounced. And she produces um, really great young adult fiction. Larry, after he stopped becoming a cartoonist, also um, he produced a great book about the Pirate Queen of the South China Morning Post. Uh, sorry, from the South China Coast. And we've all gone for different reasons in the direction of the publishing rather than mainstream publishing. So that's really a panel session with uh, reasons for doing. Excellent. I'm so sorry, Chris, but we're sort of losing the connection a, a little bit. It's a, a little bit shoddy. Um, remind our listeners once again, if they want to find out more about Price's Price and also about your work, have you got a website? Um, where can they find you um, on social media? Pricesprice.com. Yep. Um, if you want to find out more about me, it's chrismaiden.com, so it's chrismaiden.com. Yep. Yep. Uh, and the literary festival is on festival.org.hk. And, yep, for all your events, it's uh, festival.org.hk. I apologize uh, for, for, for the connection, um, but I look forward to uh, chatting with you another time. Thank you very much indeed uh, to Chris Maiden, uh, who's one of the authors of this year's uh, Hong Kong International Literary Festival, and you'll be able to catch him uh, in three separate events. Uh, very busy. Uh, two on the 13th of November, in which uh, Chris will be talking about his debut novel, uh, Price's Price, uh, on the 13th of November, and also about making independent publishing work for you, um, also on the 13th of November, and again on the 14th of November, how to become an indie publisher. And all that, all the information is on the festival's website, festival.org.hk. 